Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, Sweet 16, writing, and we have the best interviews of 2019, part one. Welcome to The Kindness Project! How many sweeteners you put in your tea? Because that was very lively. Three. Three sweeteners. It's a bit of a late night recording. It's a three sweeteners kind of day, isn't it? To five sweeteners kind of day. Oh, right. What day do you need five sweeteners <laughs> in a tea? You know what? Russ, our esteemed editor, has a very unhealthy sugar habit. I reckon I've seen him put like five or six sugars in his tea. That's like that's more sugar than tea, isn't it? Yeah. That is more sugar than tea. The thing is that uh, I don't use sugar because I use sweeteners. Yeah, that's a bit better. They're better. Yeah, they are better. Um... Oh, you're going somewhere? No, I need you to introduce uh, me while I de- let the dog in. All oh, right, okay. Um, and I'm uh, uh, hosted as per usual, and you can hear the dog jingling in the background. It sounded quite festive as the dog went yeah, past. Yeah, well, this got... is a festive episode. Exactly. Um, he had a he had a bell round his neck. He's feeling festive, um, but I am joined by a girl who is uh, now super not so sweet, but still lovely anyway. Sixteen years of age. Ooh. It's Charlotte Dames. Yes, that happened yesterday. <laughs> you do remember when your 16th birthday is, don't you? I spent a lot of time in bed today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How come? Uh, because I was up until, like, gone midnight last night. Yeah. So uh, I was just trying to sleep it off, and then I got up and I had lunch. And then oh, I went back upstairs. To be a teenager again. To be a teenager. To be 16 again when you can get up at lunchtime. I shouldn't have because I've still got a mountain of homework to do. Oh, no. But, but, but the, the, um, the, how does it feel being 16? No different. No different. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know what? I think age is a strange concept because I I don't feel any different I don't think I feel any different to when I was younger I think the thing is because hopefully know a bit more but (laughs) I think the thing is with ageing and yourself you don't really notice it happening because it happens so gradually gradually. so it's like you know uh, when you know someone you see them grow up and you don't really notice them changing but then you see someone for the first time like years Mm. and suddenly whoa (laughs) They they were shorter than me last time I saw them. How'd you go? Like they're walking down the street, you're walking the other direction, they come closer and you realise, oh that's Steve, and then you just go, Whoa! Steve! <laughs> Steve, what have you been up to, Steve? Looking, looking good, Steve! <laughs> Barry and Beryl, how are you doing? Oh, it's been a while since we broke them out of the box, isn't it? <laughs> Don't talk about boxes. We saw <laughs> We saw, uh, we went to see a musical yesterday, Days on, didn't we? Yeah. There's, everybody's talking about Jamie. Yes. Which is a great story, true story. Yes. About a um, teenage boy who wanted to be a drag queen. And um, apparently drag queens have got boxes for every part of their outfit, including fake 
Boobies. Boobies. <laughs> and I didn't realise. And there was a line in it, and 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 it was to do with the fake booby box, um, which was, I thought was quite funny. I, I also I've like, never thought about a booby box before. But I, now I, I know. also liked when he w- walked into the drag shop, and it was like, yeah, I, I was I was going to call it the tuck shop, and I was. That that was a that was a good line. That was a good line. So yeah, if you get the opportunity to go and watch, there's uh, uh, everybody's talking about Jamie. Please do. It's on at the Apollo Theatre. Yeah. Um. But we're we're not plugging. We're not. We're we're (laughs) not paid. Other musicals. Oh, can we get some sponsorship from musicals? That'd be. Oh my god. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I mean, I'm pretty sure Dreamgirls finished up a little while back. Other other musicals are available. The Lion King. Hamilton. Hamilton, which we've seen. Come from away. I think is the one with the giant planet. That's the new one that's out. Yeah. So there's a lot. There's a lot going on. So, um. Uh, let's talk Christmas. What are you looking forward to for Christmas? It's a bit of a mystery, isn't it? I'm Sorry, gonna... did you are, you... are you trying to communicate with dolphins there? <laughs> I mean, what, what are you looking forward to for Christmas? You just went... Well, I've, I've decided that other than celebrating Christmas, I'm also going to celebrate my time off with... Dun, 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 work. I'm I revising know. I know. and I'm going to bury myself in my writing because I haven't been doing enough of it because with how much studying I'm doing it's all my brain can think about at the moment Yeah. so I'm gonna get some writing get, done get some writing done while my brain's not in that mindset because it used to be so easy to write but now it's like I sit down to write and my brain goes you should be doing homework you should be revising yeah 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 what do you know yeah. what do you know about this what do you know about yeah. that but sometimes you need to break don't you yeah sometimes you need to just uh, I, I'm finding it very hard to get that break because my brain's telling me that I shouldn't be doing this no, thing I love Charlotte if you, you sh- if you want to write darling you write you'll do, you're putting enough study in at the minute and you will continue to I know that to get the results you want I mean I even had the first chapter checked out by two of my English teachers what did they say um one of them said that it was good and there was one tiny mistake in it and one of them said that she didn't expect the plot twist at the end of the chapter oh good mm-hmm. plot twist at the end of the chapter yeah it was the first chapter so um, you're doing a plot twist at the end of every chapter no no um it was the reveal of the main plot of the story um and she said that the romance element which i introduced at the end of the first chapter was unexpected okay cool cool sounds good mm. um uh, back to Christmas. Yeah. Apart from you trying to focus on work and uh, writing, what else you? What else is going on in your life? What What do you want for Christmas? What do you? What does a sixteen year old want for Christmas? Apart from a bank statement. Oh, that was brilliant. We. I mean, we did give you a bank statement for <laughs> yeah. Christmas with a bit of cash in. And that was for my birthday. Uh, uh, what do, what, what do I want for Christmas? I would like. A solid night's sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I dream of a solid night's sleep. I can I? Can I just have my own sleep when I actually have a solid night's sleep? Can I just have my own body weight in Stalin? Can I just have that <laughs> as a? Uh, I just, you know what? I because we had some people around for your birthday mm. yesterday evening, and um, I ended up having a um, uh, about forty minutes conversation with Anne who's a friend of uh, my wife and uh, Charlotte's mum, dear listeners. She's um, my friend too. Um, and we all love Anne. We think Anne is 
an absolute legend. He's a superstar. But we'd ended up having about a 40-minute conversation where we just basically named food. And we were just like, <laughs> Stalin, <laughs> After Eights, Ferrero Rocher's. And you know all that food that you only eat at Christmas time? Do you know what I mean? Oh, Terry's chocolate orange. But, but it was all <sighs> sweet stuff. But I'll tell you what we decided. Turkish delight needs to be put in the bin. Yes. I don't know I anybody that's Turkish delight. I thought you delight. were going to hype it up there, and I was like, no, I'm not having it. Oh, I'll tell you <laughs> I'm why. I'm not having it. No, 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 I'm not hyping up Turkish uh, delight. I, I have a friend, and um, once a week she goes and uh, she goes to the shop before school and gets herself some chocolate to eat throughout the day as a treat. And the other week she walked in with a Terry's chocolate orange, and I was just like, ah, oh, you... you <laughs> So, but, you but share did you, on me. Did you, did you lose the power to speak when you saw a Terry's chocolate orange? Yeah. Whoa, Terry's chocolate orange. Oh, the, 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 the. Is this the <laughs> The one, the Terry's chocolate orange. And she agrees with my it's sentiment. It's not Terry's, it's Charlotte's. <laughs> and she agrees with my sentiment that it's not a Christmas without a Terry's chocolate orange. Is Terry's, is Terry's chocolate orange a Christmas you can't, food? You can't buy them any other time. Oh, right, OK. I know after eights are, aren't they? Mm. I don't know but any... You can, you can buy after eights at different times. Can you? I think so. Can but you? you can't buy Terry's chocolate orange outside of, di- uh, outside of the Christmas period, so yeah. November, December. Fair enough. I didn't know that. Um... <laughs> Listeners, if you want to get in touch with... Oh, I don't know what happened with my voice now. <coughs> if you, <laughs> I was thinking about the Terry's chocolate orange. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, Charlotte is going to share with you how you can do that. You're right. Um. <laughs> you are. All right, mate. All right. Do you want to give us a tinkle? Yeah, do that, darling. No, no, we don't, we don't have a phone number. No, we ain't, we ain't that posh, mate. No, we got, we got an email. Um, at the kindnessproject.co.uk. Yeah, it's, it's big, I know. Massive. Um, we've got a Twitter. You know when, when I said you at the start, <laughs> get a bit excited? I think you're taking it a step too far. Uh, we've got a Twitter. At Ola Kindness. H-H-O-L-A. H included. <laughs> H- Have you ever seen the film Batteries Not Included? No. If I made a film I'd, 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 about you, I'd just say... H is not included. Yeah, H is not included. Uh, we have Facebook and you just Google us. Change, it didn't flicker. All right, okay. Um, yeah, so you can you can um, find us at on Facebook. Here, at, there and everywhere. Yeah, we're at The Kindness Project. You can log on the website, www.thekindnessproject.co.uk. And we have completed now, Charlotte, this is episode 101. So we have Dalmatians? completed <laughs> 101 podcasts. Dalmatians for your listening delectation. That made no sense. Well, um, the episodes are a bit spotty. <laughs> and you can get them on Spotify. <laughs> uh, we're on episode 101. And you can get them on Dalmatian coloured Spotify. Um, right, okay, so... I've never seen a green Dalmatian, have so, you? Uh, a green Dalmatian? That's the Spotify colour. It is the Spotify colour. So, yeah, you can find us all over. The the back catalogue, the uh, all of the Kindness Project back catalogue is available at www.kindnessproject.co.uk. Uh, you can buy merch. You can find out more about us. Um, and 
If you like listening to the Kindness Project, I'd like to make 2020 the biggest year we've ever had. We had an amazing 2019. Um, but if we, if you can help us make uh just extend our little project of positivity that's turned into a bit of a monster um even bigger bigger than godzilla we've seen godzilla godzilla's pretty big he's big um uh then uh, feel free to share the share the uh, share the love Tell somebody about the Kindness Project. Also, I'd like to mention, if this is episode 101, three more episodes and we are at our two-year mark. High five. Hey. It's a time of celebration. Yeah. And on that note, should we get on with the show? Let's do it. So, um, this time, yeah. we are having a best-of show. Oh! For our hundred first, isn't that exciting? We we have got loads and loads and loads um, of interviews that we recorded in 2019. Yeah, um, from amazing, interesting people, people. Um, who just shared their stories with us. Uh, and what we'd like to do is have a you know like a, as is traditional in the Christmas and festive period. We are giving these snippets to you free. I mean, you don't buy for anyway, but it's even freer than normal because it's going to be full of goodness. So and packed tightly together and more accessible. Give it a listen. Hey. Hi, Joe. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. How are you? Yes, thank you. Good, thank you. Good, good stuff. Thanks for coming on the Kindness Project. We really appreciate it, and I know that our listeners are gonna um, are gonna really enjoy you uh, telling. Uh, you telling us your story. So, just to, as a start off, tell us a little bit about you. Yes, the uh, chief executor, uh, financial planning. Yeah. Financial planning. Yes, the the uh, the eight team. Yeah. The uh, years. Earnings. Um, uh, Barclays. Uh, Good stuff. The um, the Joe, a wife. Yeah. Joa and Reese and Beck, children. Yeah. Uh, Labradors two. <laughs> four. <laughs> the uh, goldfish. Four, four four goldfish as well. I am. Um... Goldfish. <laughs> Yeah. How uh, how how old are the kids? Oh, they're uh, twenty-four. Okay. Uh, twenty-two. Okay. Twenty-one. Okay. Fair enough. And how did you cope with the tea? I've got a teenager at the minute, Charlotte, who hosts hosts the podcast with me. How did you cope with the teenage years? Oh well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff. And um, tell us a little bit about you, Jo. Yeah, so, um, well, Nick and I have been married for 30, what is it? Oh, he's written it here, 35 years. <laughs> yeah, made yeah. to school. Um, so, yeah, I've, um, I've worked in financial services pretty much all my life. So, okay. um, 
moved to Sun Life in 1987, which has gone through its fourth acquisition, so I'm now Aviva. Okay. Um, so I work as a program director for Aviva, so I can basically be deployed on any any type of program. So at the moment, I'm doing a digitisation program for our corporate business, which is around uh, corporate employers, pensions, and our sort of health clients. Okay, fair enough. Tell me about the dogs, because we've got a dog, and he's he's allowed on the sofa. And every, time, every every person I ask has a different opinion on this. Some dogs are allowed on the sofa, and some dogs certainly aren't. Are your dogs allowed on the sofa? Yes. They are? They're part of the family, right? They're not allowed, exactly. They're not allowed upstairs. Okay. They're upstairs, but they're allowed on the sofas, and they have a sofa for their own bed. That's what they have. Fair enough, fair enough, that makes sense. So I know um, I know that uh, Nick, you went through a, a, a stroke situation a couple of years ago, but tell us your story and what why you chose to uh, support the Stroke Association in particular. Yeah, there, uh, six years ago, yeah. there was a stroke uh, Yeah. The uh, stroke, well, Brains, their their uh, heart, their uh, stroke. He had a he had arrhythmia. So yeah. It sent a blood clot up to his brain. So it's from the heart to the brain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, strumming goes from brains. Yeah. Yeah. And what what made what made you choose? Because I imagine there's a, a number of stroke charities, right? So, what made you choose the Stroke Association particularly? Well, one the stroke group, the the support yeah. group, Louisa Stones, uh, the help. Help the good help. Yeah, great stuff, great stuff. And um, what, what what do people get wrong about people who have suffered a stroke? What are the common misconceptions you sometimes face? Well, young, yeah, babies, yeah, um, the uh, 40, 50, yeah, work, yeah, work, goodness me, the well, me. Speech, uh, no speech. Yeah. Um, the uh, the uh, blood pressure. Yeah. The um, the the um, uh, heart. The no. Yeah, no. People don't realise that high blood pressure could lead to a stroke. Okay. You know, you know what? It's one of my. I'm, I, I've got, I've got to agree with that. It's one of my. It's like my version of pampering, going to my local Turkish barbers and having a. I could shave myself, obviously. I've got no problem with that. But just going to a Turkish barbers and getting a haircut and shave, I always come out feeling a bit better. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very
An all from a, a barber shop haircut, eh? That sounds like quite quite a good expansion. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? As uh, when I came into fundraising, I was probably very naive. Okay. Eight years on, I've learnt the techniques, and I, I guess people would class me now as a professional fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you go on to courses and yeah. you learn this and you learn that. What was your biggest surprise about professional fundraising? Uh, the capabilities, really. Okay. Because. It doesn't matter whether somebody does a pound or whether they do a hundred thousand pound. It's it's getting people to think about what that donation does to a local charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the national charities can reach out nationally. Yeah. Okay. And still get the majority of donations, right? Yeah. So what happens is, is the amount that some of the charities spend on their advertising, which you see on your television every night or on your radio. The amount they're spending would keep our hospice running yeah. for a yeah, year yeah, or two yeah, years. Yeah. It's just, but it's a balance, and that's why yeah. it's understanding local charities. What, what's what's been your the fundraising idea that's been the most bizarre, or the one that you're most proud of? I don't know about most proud of, but I can tell you bizarre. Um, it really partnering up with my my DJ events. Yeah. Um, going back to soul music, I started an event nine years ago now called It's Like Candy okay the reason it was called that is because you play a lot of the 80s soul tracks by bands like Cameo yeah and they've got a track called Candy yeah and some ten years ago the dance routine that goes with Candy was gathering momentum yeah okay yeah so everywhere I was going doing all these little parties netball presentations and the first year seven people knew to dance and the next year 17 people knew it and this was going on everywhere so when i started this event i thought that's what i'm going to call it so i did that well this event now is four times a year 
And it's been running for nine Where'd years. Well, funny enough, we moved this year. We've been holding it. We started at Dagenham Redbridge Football Club. Okay. Then it went to the Millhouse Social Club oh, yeah. in the A13. Yeah. And now it's moving this June to the Manor Hotel, which is the old Berwick Manor. Oh, yeah. So yeah. there's that. So going back to that, there are people that have been attending that event for years. Yeah. And a really good friend of ours, uh, she won't mind me naming her by the name of Jill Wallace. Her father was sick. Okay. He got cared for by the hospice and he passed away at the hospice. And she really wanted to give something back. It's that same story each time. And she came to me and she'd been involved previously in her working role at Dagenham Redbridge Football Club. She said, Andy, I've got this idea. She said, I'm gonna get as many people as I can to do the candy dance on the pitch. Love it, love it. But then it became complicated with the football club because we had to wait till the end of the season yeah, because yeah, of being yeah. on the pitch. It was a tremendous day. Oh, Just amazing. a lot of fun. Amazing. Oh God, do you know, I wouldn't, a couple of hundred I would okay, say. Okay. A couple of hundred, but it was. I'm, I'm now going to have to YouTube the candy dance because obviously I'd ask you to do it, but it doesn't really work. On no, not, not on. <laughs> It's funny, going back to what I was saying about, you know, when I was starting it nine years ago and yeah. it was gathering, seven people might know it and a year later, 17 people might know it. Yeah. When myself and my partner dropped this song at our events, you've got 200 plus people it. doing it. Love it. What's the best piece of advice you've ever had? There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of I guess it's, there's a, I guess there's a phrase that I heard once in other ways that really stuck with me, and that was, I'm probably quoting it badly, it was a Chinese proverb, um, a bit of fragrance always gives, always, a bit of fragrance always clings to the hand that gives you roses. Okay. Um, it really stuck with me, I've got it on a, I've got it on a picture on, on the wall in my bathroom because it, this just means, obviously you can't, you can't give something to someone, that, can't give kindness to somebody without a little bit of it staying with you. I like it, I like it a lot. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, uh, Highlander. What, the original one? I don't know, my husband made me watch this film a couple of weeks ago, and he was raving about it, it's like the best film from my childhood ever. <laughs> so I think maybe it had been built up too much. I've watched, I don't think, I've watched about 20 minutes. Ah, uh, see, I, I don't know whether, I don't know whether I'd, I, I saw it years ago, and I remember enjoying it, but I don't know whether it's one of those things where, it's tainted with nostalgia, so you're you're good. Yeah, um, but I, I did I did show Sophie the Goonies the other day. Have you have you re we watched that recently? Yeah, it's on Netflix, isn't it? So we watched the Goonies. So so um, she she so she's seven and she felt it was quite violent. Funny enough, because there are elements in it that are. Um, but I loved it. I sat there. I sat there watching it all the way through. What's your um, What's your favourite app? Favourite app. Oh, the one one that I use all the time at the moment is Instagram. It's called Think Dirty. Okay. It sounds really awful, but it's not pornographic. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, this is a family podcast. What does What does Think Dirty do? <laughs> you scan products and it tells you if they're. Uh, toxic or you know good for you. I scan like all of my. I'm we're having a bit of a clear out of 
all of my makeup products and okay. have less chemicals in the house. And you scan a product and it rates it for you and tells you. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. And <laughs> not very fun app, is it? No, it's not fun, but it's useful all the same. It's it's all good. Um, and and my last one is. Uh, last two actually the d two recent ones who would you swap lives with for a week one of my children Ooh. I know the kids have great amounts of fun don't they what one would you choose I want to see um, I think my daughter I'd swap lives with my daughter for a week I really would like to is that an age where I feel like I'm losing a bit of connection with her if you know what I mean yeah. I would really like to live from her perspective for a bit I think it would make me a much better mum yeah, no, it sounds, sounds, sounds uh, uh, like a really good answer. Um, and last one, if you could do any job for a day and have the skills and the knowledge and the attributes to do it really well, but you only do it for a day, what job would you choose? I think, I don't know what job this is, but the people who do free diving where you just go down the water for long periods of time. Yeah. Whatever job it is, I'd like to... That. So without without any scuba equipment, without any just sort of as as, as deep as you can, right? I think it would be amazing, but I, I definitely don't have the the temperament. To do it. Gotcha. Yeah. Are you a are you a diver then? Is that is that why you do that? No, I just like to do things. But I always I, I was brought up in Australia. I just think about sharks all the time whenever I'm in the water. <laughs> I had the opportunity years ago. I was in South Africa. I had the opportunity to go uh, shark diving. Um, uh, and I, I, I lost my nerve, and I sort of regret doing that now because I would have loved to do that. But can start on the list for for a future year. Um, my husband went shark diving, and he has a lot of scars on his on his torso from his operations. Okay. He was there, and somebody asked him because obviously he was getting undressed to do his shark diving, and some tourists were there and asked him. Um, where he got his scars from, and he said, "Last time the cage did." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, was it somebody waiting to go in the cage? Because potentially that had put me off a bit. Yeah, yeah. Don't they? That, don't worry. They don't bite that hard. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the chat and chatting to us at the Kindness Project. Um, I remember now why I wanted you to come on so much because I've really enjoyed our chat. Um, uh, Sorry? Thank you for having me. No, you're welcome. And uh, let's keep in touch about the Lego at the very least because if like, I, might, I might need some help sort of uh, trying to work out one of Sophie's future plans. Um, um, where can people find out more about you and 52 Lives? Um, the best place is the website 52-lives.org and we're on uh, most social media. So that was uh, some of our best snippets from 2019. We're going to have more of those next week. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, should we get on with the end of the show? Let's do it. Now, tis the end. Tis the season to be jolly. <laughs> tis, la la. tis the season to be jolly and the end of the podcast. But the end is never the end because here we want it to last. Uh, <laughs> now we answer last week's question of the podcast quickly. That was the following question. What's the worst, best and worst thing about being old? 
that was freestyle. Yes, let let me answer some of them in singing fashion. Okay. Give me a Christmas song. Christmas song, Papa? Um, the Christmas song. <laughs> the Christmas song is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> okay, um, so... Christy Mike says... Experience isn't experiencing. It's not gonna work, no. is it? No, it's not gonna work. Uh, Christy, my Christy said experience and, and experiences. Jeff Hilliard said the best thing about getting older is getting given a seat on public transport. The worst thing is how long it takes to scroll to your year of birth on the fold folder. Oh, I hate app. that. My my year of birth has just dipped below the scroll, and it's so annoying. <laughs> Cheers, mate. My one's about 47 pages down. Um, Steve Dan, Steve from the gym, friend of the show. Steve from the gym. Steve from the gym uh, said, getting older and the hangover lasts longer. John Cook says, getting served in pubs without fake ID. Worst, having to scroll for everyone online forms to get your year of birth. He agrees with Jeff. Um, and then he said, uh, worst, your memory going. The best, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> Robbie White, nan of you, mother-in-law of me, and definite friend of the show, um, said the best thing is waking up every morning. <laughs> keep, keep it positive, Robbie. <laughs> the worst is the worst is aching bones and joint. I need to do it in a Scottish accent. Aching bones. No, it's oh, offensive. No, okay. And joints and slowing down. Richard Jones. Oh, that already happened to me. Am I getting rolled already? Uh, said, worst, grey hairs and recovery time when he goes out drinking. Best, the experience you have not to make the same mistakes you made when you were younger. Stuart Winder, always an optimist, friend of the show, said, dying for both. It's good and bad. Oh, I'm, I'm sort of regretting having asked this now. Dunkirk... Ah, I don't I trust Dawn to be positive. Oh, the, Stuart's is my favourite. The, the best, the best <laughs> is appreciating life, but the worst is watching others lose theirs. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think that definitely applies, uh, particularly in 2019 for me, Dawn. Simon Burke said, best is being regular as clockwork and um, uh, <laughs> needing to use the loo at six in the morning. The worst part, I don't get up till seven. Um, <laughs> very good from Simon Burke. Well done. Heidi Ball, best, watching the kids grow into themselves and becoming their own people. And worst, seeing the kids grow up too darn fast. Heidi, tell me about it. I'm sitting op- opposite the girl that I remember as a tiny, tiny child, and she's now a fully Starting grown... Starting a pension. <laughs> she's a woman. <laughs> She's starting a pension. She's a woman on a mission, starting a pension. We're going to start a pension. Um, Tamsin Kane said, can't see anything, can't remember anything. I'm hoping that I'll have an excuse soon. Um, and we had a couple on the Twitter. Um, the Magical Bird website. Um, the, the website of the Magical Communicating Bird, where everybody... Our tiny blue messenger bird. Where, where everybody thinks it's okay to be offensive to each other. And, <laughs> it's very true. And, um, and um, also that you can 
if you slightly disagree with somebody, they become your worst enemy. But also, there's some nice people on there. There um, are some nice and people. David Lloyd, right? I want to tell you a little bit about David. David hosts a podcast, one of my favourite podcasts, with a man called Chris Budd. Now, Chris, we're going to be interviewing as one of our interviews next year. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but David um, is a writer. So he writes for the BBC. Okay, And David wrote one of my favourite kids TV shows of all time. What? It's called Maid Marion and His Merry Men. If you haven't seen it, genuinely, Charlotte, it's hilarious. Have a look on YouTube. Robin Hood. Yeah, but this one, Maid, it's, Maid Marion is the proper... Like, it's... It, repaints the picture with Maid Marian as the legend and Robin Hood as a bit of a um a, as a bit of a waster. Um a bit so of is, a chav, is, is he? It, it, well he's not a chav, he's just a bit Ditsy. Yeah, he's a he's a like like Maid Marian's like the he true hero. Yeah, yeah. So give it give it a watch. But uh, it's got Tony Robinson from Blackadder in and it's very Blackadder very British humour. Bit of Monty Python. Bit of Blackadder. So Dave um, uh, is a legend, in my opinion, because he was involved in writing one of the funniest kids' TV shows of all time. You're a legend, mate. Dave Don't Lloyd, ever forget it. Dave Lloyd, you are an absolute legend. And he thinks the best thing about getting old is learning more things. And the worst thing, forgetting them all. What's, what's this one right above it? Um, well, Alam, Alam Ahmed just replied with a gif saying... I'm not old, I'm in my prime. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a gift from a, a man. With, with a guy with the most amazing beard ever. But it's completely grey and he's got lots of wrinkles. Uh, and on that note, my friends, uh, that is podcast number 101. It's at an end. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.